Happy New Year and welcome to another edition of the Richard Haynes Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Richard Haynes, where we cover the South Bay home market in greater Los Angeles. Cities include Manhattan Beach, Hermosa Beach, Redondo Beach, and the Palos Verdes Peninsula. It is January 3rd, 2024. I hope all of you had an amazing holiday season an amazing New Year's celebration, and are off to an amazing start in your 2024. I am here back in the office for the second day in a row. I've got some great things to share with you. We are covering two main topics and two hard-hitting topics. One is my South Bay Fearless Predictions, which I've gotten into an annual cadence doing each and every year that many of you love. And then I've also compiled now officially all of the 2023 South Bay home data to wrap up the year, and we can finally compare 2023 in full to 2022. So those are our two topics Number one, 2023 real estate statistics, which I'm going to go through quickly and share with you Manhattan Beach to Palos Verdes, some really interesting numbers, you guys. For the most part, it's a down year throughout the South Bay with a few bright spots. And then number two, my fearless predictions, which if you listen to my recaps or read my weekly blog and saw the recap, I hit almost all all of my predictions last year. That's not to say that I nailed them every year, but I'm feeling pretty good. That said, these predictions were one of the harder I've ever done in the last seven or eight years. So take these predictions with a grain of salt. I'm going to fly through the home statistics for you guys, and then we'll get to the star of the show, which are my fearless predictions, and get you started off with a great New Year's podcast that you can hopefully win uh, run with and take the freshest 2023 data and my predictions and use them to your advantage to go pick up a great real estate buy or command top dollar for your sale. Let's get into it. 2023 year end home statistics. I'm going to get started with Manhattan Beach. You guys, Manhattan Beach had a rough year. If you fast or flash back to my year ago podcast, I reviewed the Q4 numbers, which channeled that Manhattan Beach looked like it was on a downtrend. And that's exactly what happened in 2023. Manhattan Beach median prices to end the year were down 10.7%. That's right. In 2023, median prices in MB were 2.8 million down from just over 3.1 million last year. Moving on to the Palos Verdes Hill, Palos Verdes Estates down 8.4%, slipping to $2.565 million on a median price. Compared to last year when it was at 2.8, I do remember a time when PVE hit a record high medium price at 3.1 million matching Manhattan Beach, but we are down nearly 550,000 from that record high. And again, on 2023, prices are down 8.4%. Rancho Palos Verdes, the most affordable home market on the Palos Verdes Hill, was also down 4.3%. 
Its median price is currently at 1.675, which is a $75,000 decrease from 2022's prices. One of the lone bright spots on kind of the semi-big markets on the hill is Rolling Hills Estates, which is up 3.1% to a home median home price of $1.7 million. This is actually a nice little bump because Rolling Hills Estates was down about 2% last year, so it's basically recovered those losses and is a nice jump considering that Manhattan Beach Palace Verdes Estates and Rancho Palace Verdes are all down. The absolute star of Palos Verdes, and quite frankly, the star of the entire South Bay is the small but extraordinarily wealthy home market of Rolling Hills behind the gates. Rolling Hills on the year is up a whopping 25.3%, you guys. It jumped from 3575 in 2022 to nearly $4.5 million on the medium price behind the gates. This is really impressive considering last year Rolling Hills took a beating and it had an incredible run during COVID. This is now an all-time high price for Rolling Hills. I actually went, hey, this was the perfect pandemic market, which is why it surged. I thought it would have a really tough 2022, which it did because people were starting to shy away from pandemic markets, rural markets, big land, away from everything. But in 2023, the market came surging back and these homeowners, home buyers really are not rate sensitive because they are wealthy and oftentimes all cash buyers and rates just don't impact them. So an incredible year for Rolling Hills to wrap up the Palos Verdes Peninsula. Moving on to Hermosa Beach. Hermosa Beach up 2.3%. Not a huge surge, but it's up. I have tabbed Hermosa Beach over the years as Mr. Dependable, the slow and steady home market that always chugs higher. It was chugging slightly higher before COVID. During the craziness of when COVID hit, it still chugged higher. During the run-up, it chugged higher. And it wasn't until last year, 2022, that it saw a slight pullback in its medium pricing to finally end its Mr. Dependable streak of just the smooth march upwards over the years. But it is now back on the slow but steady move up train, jumping uh, by $50,000 to $2.2 million as its median home price for 2023. And to wrap up prices, Redondo Beach is down 3.3%, down just under $50,000. This does include Hollywood Riviera's Redondo PO, so about half of Hollywood Riviera has Redondo Beach addresses, but is the city of Torrance, that is included. But I included it on the uh, year-over-year numbers in 2022, so it is apples to apples. And Redondo Beach, both North and South Redondo combined, are down 3.3% to about a 1.4 million median price. Now, to put a bow on everything, you guys, I want to 
wrap up with sales. Sales are down across the board in the South Bay. Sales in Manhattan Beach compared to last year are down 21.4%. In Palos Verdes Estates, it's down 11.7%. RPV down 22.4%. Rolling Hills Estates down 33.6%. And Rolling Hills, the lone bright spot or the surging bright spot of the South Bay, saw its sales rise 27.8%. Hermosa Beach was down 25.3% and Redondo Beach down 14.7%. So despite Rolling Hills, which had a banner year, one of the best years ever in the South Bay for any home market, sales were down across the board. And they were down across the board in a big way. And that is mostly due to record low inventory. All of these home markets I just spoke about are at all-time record low homes for sale or near all-time record lows for sale. So when you have this supply constraint, there's only so many escrows that can be closed. And then, of course, when you pair that with surging mortgage rates and incredibly un- and an incredibly unaffordable housing market, one of the worst markets for affordability over the last couple of decades, you get slowing sales. So I don't really know what to make of the slowing sales because normally slowing sales mean prices are going down, but these factors of supply constrained, high interest rates and unaffordability uh, really just mean it's it's a market with fewer transactions. And that hurts escrow companies, title companies, moving companies, all sorts of businesses that are around real estate. Of course, real estate agent, if you're selling the same priced homes, but sales are down 25%, or in some cases last year, 50%, your commissions and income are down. So boo-hoo, who cares about the real estate agents other than this guy? But sales are down, and it's an interesting statistic to watch here in the market. So there you go, guys, 2023 with an entire bow on it for you. For the most part, it was a tough year for the South Bay. Manhattan Beach down double digits. Palos Verdes Estates down almost double digits. RPV down nearly 5%. And then you had small gains for Hermosa. And you had a small gain for Rolling Hills Estates. And then a small drop in Redondo Beach with the lone bright spot being Rolling Hills. So I hope that's some valuable information for all of you guys. I, for one actually am happy for some of the declines because Manhattan Beach and PVE have had some incredible three-year price runs, and it's healthy to see those markets pull back a little bit to try and keep some affordability and some sort of stability within this market that just doesn't surge higher each and every year where prices become out of reach for most buyers. So there you have it, you guys. Let's move on to South Bay Real Estate and my 2024 Fearless Predictions. I do this each and every year. The blog is officially live on our website, hainesre.com slash blog. And this is oftentimes my most widely read blog post. I don't know why. I think I do blog posts that are a lot better, like my quarterly affordability uh, uh, post that really predicts the future. And there's some great 
blog posts on quarterly numbers and when the strand goes up or down and some great key insights to some sub-markets. But you guys, readers and you listeners, love predictions. And uh, so if you're loving them, I'm going to keep doing them for you. Please do not take this as investment advice or if it's going to happen for sure. These are all my best guesses, my best estimates being a professional in the real estate space. And while I nailed almost all of my predictions last year, there have been some years where I have been horribly wrong. So take this with a grain of salt, take it and listen to it with some fun, and maybe it gives you some ideas or points you in a direction to do even more homework for yourself so that you can come up with your own thesis on how to approach the real estate market in 2024. So let's get into it, you guys. This year, I have five fearless predictions, four of them being what's going to happen this year, and the final one being a long-term bet. Each and every year, I like throwing out long-term bets. I've done 3D printing of homes in the past, and actually last year I talked about AI changing the real estate markets, which really came to to become a big theme uh, uh, throughout 2023. So uh, most long-term bets we will not know about for the very long term, but my AI prediction uh, last year seems to be coming alive sooner rather than later. So I'm going to give you the five bullet points of each topic and then get into each prediction with more detail. So fearless prediction number one, South Bay home prices rise insignificantly. So muted price growth throughout the South Bay home market this year. Prediction number two, mortgage rates fall but remain elevated. So yes, I do believe they're going to fall. They have been falling the last month or so, but they are still going to be high compared to what we're used to. Prediction number three, home inventory remains painfully low. We are at historic home supply lows, and I don't see that changing this year in 2024. Prediction number four, new construction homes outperform the market. And what I mean by that is, is new construction is going to outperform existing resales homes, which I will get into more later. And then prediction number five, my long-term bet, higher rates forever. (laughs) And now that doesn't mean super high rates truly forever. Anything can change over an extended period of time. But what I mean by that is home interest rates or mortgage rates are going to stay high for a very, very, very long time. And I'll explain why later. So let's get into my first prediction, into the details. South Bay home prices rise insignificantly. So what I mean by that is, is home prices are going to rise, but home prices are going to rise, in my opinion, between 0 and 5%. So very muted, and 5% in some years is considered great, but since we're still above 2% inflation, really between 2 and 3%, a 5% gain wouldn't be much. And of course, if you're at a 2% gain, 1% gain, it's really not a great move in the market. So I still feel South Bay home buyers face headwinds with low, low, low unaffordability. And even though interest rates are coming down, it is still 
expensive to buy a home. According to JP Morgan, traditional affordability across the country reached its lowest levels in 41 years when conforming interest rates hit 8%, and it was near a 20-year low when rates were at 7%. I've been tracking the California housing affordability number. Buyers need to make nearly $220,000 annually to afford the median price home in California, and that's the median price home in California, the South Bay is significantly more expensive. From North Redondo, which is typically the most affordable market, to Rolling Hills behind the gates, the most expensive market, buyers will typically need to make between $300,000 and $500,000 annually to afford those homes with 20% down. That is a tall order and why I think growth will be insignificant in the South Bay for 2024. So there you have it, my prediction, 0 to 5% growth in 2024 which will really be uninspiring. So moving on to prediction number two and the details there, mortgage rates fall but remain elevated. You guys, I make predictions on interest rates, not because I want to, but because people want to hear it. Predicting interest rates is a fool's game. There are some years I nail it, and other years I'm literally on the opposite end of, of the spectrum. If anyone could predict interest rates, you'd be a billionaire. I'm giving you this prediction, but again, this is a, a coin flip, uh, if not worse. But I do believe mortgage rates will fall. They have been falling the last two months, but I do think they continue to fall. However, they remain elevated compared to what we're used to. My best guess for conforming rates in 2024 is they'll range between 6 and 6.5%, which is much better than kind of the 7 to 8% we had gotten used to towards the end of the year. What's even better for the South Bay is jumbo mortgage rates are typically better than conforming rates, and jumbo loans happen here in the South Bay. I think buyers can acquire 5.5 to 5.9% jumbo mortgage rates if they move savings or investments to that lender. A lot of them give you a quarter to three-eighths of a point better of a rate if you move some significant assets to that bank. So that'll be helpful. But know that that's not going to happen overnight. I think it's going to happen middle of 2024 towards the second half and hopefully help keep prices stable. All in all, it's still a tough lending environment. Interest rates are still high, but they will come down a little bit. Prediction number three, home inventory remains painfully low. You guys, this is painful. Uh, as I've mentioned in past reports, if you read my prediction blog, you'll know homes for sale, home inventory hit record lows in 2021 throughout the South Bay. It then last year in 2022, hit new record lows. So it was lower than 2021, and I'm a broken record, but 2023 wrapped up with most markets breaking its all-time record low again from 2022, and we are now sitting at record lows or close to record low home for sale inventory in the South Bay. And you guys, most of the South Bay is wealthy. Most owners, if they've owned the last two or so years have golden handcuffs with rates at 3% or lower. 
and a lot of equity, there is no reason for people to sell. Let me give you some bullet points on why I believe the inventory is going to stay low. Low housing affordability, number one. That's going to keep people from selling their home and moving on to the next one. Two, locked in ultra low mortgage rates. I just talked about those golden handcuffs. Number three, lack of distressed sellers. There are essentially none. We're not in an economic downturn. There aren't mass layoffs and there aren't any distressed sales in the South Bay or really anywhere in greater LA or for that matter, California. And lastly, I think the Fed is managing rates masterfully to create the soft landing in the economy and certainly a soft landing in real estate. Because if you've seen rates go from seven to 8% and we didn't have a crash and really in some markets, a five to 10% pullback and others, they were fairly stable. I think the Fed is doing an amazing job. So as a result of all those things, Inventory is going to continue to stay low. I don't know if it's going to continue to stay at these record low levels, but it will be painfully, painfully low again. So buyers, I'm sorry the inventory rush isn't coming. And sellers, if you've got a home to sell, you're going to have very little competition. The fourth out of my five predictions, new construct, and, and fourth being my fourth and final Uh, a 2024 prediction before we get to the long-term bet is new construction homes outperform. You guys, what do I mean by this is new construction homes, brand new homes will outperform existing resale homes. So say you're reselling a home that was built in the 80s. I believe 2024 new construction homes will get a significant premium to those homes. Um, as well as if you old older townhomes versus a brand new built townhome. Yes, new construction always gets a premium, but what I mean by that is the premium is going to be more significant. And the reason being is new construction is hard to come by these days. I had a ton of buyers last year who wanted new construction and couldn't find it. And the reason for this is when COVID hit in 2020, People were afraid to buy land in 2020, and they didn't really start to buy land until 2021 when the market was surging. So here we are about 18 months later, 24 months later, if you didn't start buying land until 2021 or 2022, those projects are still going. And a lot of people bought land at high prices, so they need higher prices, and cities let a lot of employees go during COVID. So their building departments are slow to rebound. These timelines for approvals are extended and then building the homes are taking even longer because the inspections take longer to get sign-offs. So new construction inventory is even more constrained than our all-time low housing inventory and people who want new construction can pay cash, have a lot of money and want what they want and there's going to be a battle over these new construction homes in 2024. And last but not least, my long-term bet, higher rates forever. And I love this quote. It's not my quote. I stole it from a financial commentator and stockbroker who some of you may know, Peter Schiff, which let me read you his full quote uh, on Twitter, or I guess formerly Twitter, now X, And this is Mr. Schiff's quote. What's missing from 
higher for longer interest rate narratives is it's actually much higher forever. The days of ZERP are over. ZERP is zero interest rate policy, which is when the Fed cut rates to zero back during uh, recessions and COVID. Um, and I tend to, to agree with Peter Schiff. And this to me makes a lot of sense for a couple of reasons. One, we don't need zero interest rate policy anymore. You've seen the market hang in there at 7 to 8% rates. You haven't seen mass corporate bankruptcies yet. We may see some regional bank failures uh, here in 2024 and some office building distress, but generally speaking, the economy is in pretty good shape and there's no reason to have zero interest rate po policy. We can keep that in our back pocket for a catastrophic event to help the market if that happens. And it's just not necessary. So without the Fed slashing rates to zero or buying up mortgage-backed securities, they're now letting those roll off their books. I just don't see mortgage rates coming down significantly. And you saw that with my prediction of we're still going to be in the 6% range or the high fives. I don't foresee interest rates going below 4% for a very long time. And they're probably going to be mid to high 4%. On top of that, the second part of this is millennials are finally starting to make money and form families, albeit late. They're having it later in their lives than boomers, and the millennials look a lot like the boomer generation, even larger. And what happened in the late 70s and 80s, boomers formed families. They pushed the market up much, much higher even though we had crazy high interest rates, they all had kids, so they bought minivans and minivans went crazy, station wagons, suburbans, everything boomers touch turned to gold. And I believe that's going to start happening with millennials who are finally forming families, finally starting to make a lot more money. You're going to see boomers retire and they're going to start buying homes. And if interest rates go below 4%, the market's going to go bananas. They can keep rates elevated to keep a nice, steady housing market. So that was a long, long explanation for my final long-term bet. But there you have it on my South Bay uh, fearless predictions. Just to recap again, I believe South Bay home prices will rise in significantly. Mortgage rates will fall, but will remain elevated this year. Home inventory is going to be painfully low. New construction homes outperform its peers and long-term bet higher rates forever. So there you guys have it. Our first podcast episode of the new year in 2024. You got some juicy housing data for 2023 and my fearless predictions, which you can go to haynesre.com slash blog to read it in full. I hope you guys have a prosperous 2024 and a great new year. Stay tuned on our Instagram for more South Bay hidden gems to see all the restaurants you love and adore here throughout the South Bay. And please, if you're considering buying or selling, give me a call, tap a follow on Instagram or subscribe to this podcast. We'll see you next time on the Richard Haynes Real Estate Show. Take care.